Hello and thank you for tuning into Sideline Story, your number one destination for sports news, analysis and discussions. I am your host, Brandon Yates, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Fuyu and Yang Guang. And today we will be chatting about the 2022 US Open Tennis Tournament. And Yang Guang, I'd like to start with you. I would just like to get your thoughts on the tournament so far. I mean, you know, we're kind of in the relatively early stages of the tournament. We've seen a couple of Big names um, do really well and a couple of interesting defeats as well. And, you know, some surprise names that have been relatively successful in the early stages of the tournament. But just from your perspective, how have you found the overall tournament to be so far? Uh, I think it's just like how the whole ATP and the WTA seasons progress so far this season. The US Open is... um, reflection of how players are doing this year. Um, the seeded players on the men's side keep stable form. Uh, you don't quite see a lot of the top ATP players crash out that often easily, um, especially in the Grand Slam tournaments. Nadal is on course for his 23rd major title. Medvedev looks to defend his trophy. Other seeded players also maintain their consistency. Uh, by the way, I must say I'm a little surprised by Andy Murray reaching the third round uh, the last yes. time the last time he's in the last 32 at the u.s open was still in 2016 when he was still not bothered by the hip injury um, after the surgery we haven't seen murray quite recover to the pre-operation level but um, at the u.s open he seems to find the pace um, back little and uh, looks robust but uh, meantime on the women's side it's just like how the other Grand Slam goes this year. Many upsets yeah. in the first week of action. Reigning champion Emma Raducanu is out. Last year's finalist um, Leila Fernandez is out. Wimbledon titleist um, Elena Rabkina suffered a shocking opening round elimination. Second seed Contevate didn't make it into the third round. And of course, it's partially because she was facing Serena Williams, who got the home advantage. Um, and uh, then Naomi Osaka kept her bad running this whole year. Um, she's a um, two-time champion in New York, but got knocked out early as well. Um, I just can't believe she's now 44th in the world rankings. Um, it seems like, well, we are used to the stable performances from the men's elite players. The women's seats always give surprises. Um, yeah, it's yeah, sorry. Yeah, um... It's not like years back, uh, players like um, Hannon, Kleisters, Sharapova, including Serena Williams, were they really kept a stable shape um, in the WTA competitions um, before every tournament they participated in. It's like they were already guaranteed a spot in the last 16 even the semi-final, quarter-final. But um, these years, WTA competitions, I don't really see any single player can be assured to reach the quarter- quarter-finals or even the last 16 at, um, at a major event. Perhaps it's a um, transitional era for WTA, but um, keeping a good form, struggling um, to keep a good form seems like a common issue for the women's players these years. And... Uh, the U.S. Open is just an example here. 
Yeah, I think, you know, I, I tend to agree with you about the, the women's game where, you know, previously, like a couple of the names that you mentioned, you know, some of those superstar names that have been relatively pretty much out of the game for quite some time now. But since then, there hasn't really been a really standout group of players, you know, like we see in the men's tournament, you know, where there's like mm-hmm. a top four, top five players that always consistently do well. There always seems to be... Um, really mixed fortune amongst the the women's players at you know WTA and at um, major open tournaments. And for you from your side, um, in terms of the U.S. Open tournament so far, would you agree with Yang Guang's assessments um, of the men's and women's divisions? Um, yeah, similar to what you've both said, I think on the men's side, it seems most of the major players had an easy start. Rafael Nadal showed his resilience despite a tough first round match. He had to come from behind to beat a wild card player, and um, it, he was also taken to four sets in the next round. Um, we have to notice here that Nadal hasn't lost a match in a Grand Slam event this year, even though he had to retire from Wimbledon because of an injury. But at the U.S. Open, he is back. And from my Chinese perspective, the highlight in the men's competition is Wu Yibing. We'll get into more about him and other Chinese players later. And on the other hand, the women's field is full of surprises. Zheng Qiwen yeah. from China maintained her hot form and upended former French Open champion Elena Ostapenko. If you still remember how I described the Chinese player when we did the podcast on the French Open and Wimbledon, you'll find a familiar word later in today's episode. Uh, she is among the players that are remembered because they did well, and there are also those who are talked about because they suffered unexpected defeats. Some of the names you've already mentioned, such as former U.S. Open winner Naomi Osaka and Emma Raducanu, they both exited early. So it looks like the fight for the women's singles title is still open because you never know when another big name might drop out. Yeah, I think there definitely seems to be I wouldn't say more excitement, but more unpredictability in the women's side, um, particularly at the U.S. Open tournament this season, um, as opposed to the men's side. I think, you know, most of the names that we've seen progress on the men's side of things have been pretty expected, whereas, like, you know, we've mentioned already on the women's side, it seems like it's pretty much anyone's tournament at this point in time. Talking about the men's singles title, and of course, you know, we've already um, discussed Rafael Nadal a little bit and his pretty remarkable form in 2022 considering also the injuries that he struggled with considering his age and you know considering the up-and-coming stars around him that are almost a decade younger than him the fact that Novak Djokovic was not able to take part at this U.S. Open due to um, you know the the COVID vaccine policies it looks like Nadal has a chance to once again extend his overall um Grand Slam titles wins over the likes of um, Djokovic. And just, you know, from Novak's perspective, for you, what is your opinion about his exclusion um, from the US Open? Do you think that these Open tournaments have the the right to exclude um, certain players for a variety of reasons? I mean, we've obviously seen certain nationalities, um, you know, banned for certain reasons. And we've also now seen... Djokovic being excluded because of his vaccination status. What are your thoughts on those policies and particularly how they apply to, you know, such a superstar like Novak Djokovic? Yeah, I think the event organizers have the right to make their rules and rules are rules. 
So I haven't seen much reporting about Djokovic actually, at least at the U.S. Open. And、um, I guess the pandemic, as well as the sport, has evolved these years. That、um, it's come to a point where people have accepted that someone like Djokovic, who is not vaccinated, is just a player that's not competing. And Uh, for for him, in his case, everybody anticipated it because they knew he wasn't vaccinated, so he couldn't enter. And like I've previously said, not getting vaccinated is his choice. We respect that, and he lived with the consequences. Yeah, you know, I mean, like you said, he's made his decision about his vaccination status. He stood by it. He's never wavered. Just from a purely tennis fan perspective, it is sad to. See such a phenomenal tennis player miss out on certain certain tournaments and not be able to push the likes of、um, Nadal and Federer for the overall Grand Slam singles titles in terms of their career.、Um, but he's made his choice; he has to live by it. And you know, he still the rules may change in the future. But like you said, I think that tournaments definitely have the right to、um, make their own rules. And you know, it's it's good to see that you know they are sticking by their rules. And at the same time, it's also I guess admirable that Djokovic is doing what he thinks is best for him. So,、yeah. and he has that that right to do that as well.、Um, Yang Guang, how do you feel about、um, Novak's、um, exclusion from the U.S. Open? Would you agree with、um, Fu Yu's assessment of that、um, that decision from the U.S. Open tournament organizers?、Um, yes, totally.、Um, I would rather say he's de- he's determined not to attend the U.S. Open. Instead of、um, that, U.S. Open excluded him, and I mean, like for you mentioned, rules are rules, and、uh, they're not designated targeting single players. It's equal、yeah. for everyone.、Um, it's just a personal decision to quit. If he weighs reserving the right to be unvaccinated over kind of yielding to get jabbed and.、Uh, Take part in the competition, then it's just his call.、Um, I just think it's quite a pity.、Um, I mean, he's no longer young; he's thirty-five. He could have played at two Grand Slams this year and and potentially won two Grand Slams to be the greatest of all time. Perhaps it's the pandemic to be blamed here, but、um, he did waste two golden chances to make that achievement.、Yeah. I I don't know if the rules will remain. Or not at the Australian Open and the U.S. Open next year, and if if they do, then it will cause further damage for Djokovic. I just think it's a it's a good time, if not the best time, for him to try to even Grand Slam title numbers with Nadal. Let's say、um, if he eventually retired as number two in history behind Nadal, and when he turned like forty, fifty, or older, and records all these weather. He would say, "What if?" Blah 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 blah. <laughs> so I think it's it's such a shame a tennis player, a best tennis player, cannot play tennis properly. And、uh, this was also echoed by Nadal and Daniel Medvedev. From my personal、uh, perspective, is is very sad news.、Uh, it's it's always a, a shame when the the best players、uh, of the world are not able to. To play a tournament because of because of injuries or because of different reasons, and in this case, uh, uh, not having、uh, one of the best players of the history in in the draw of、uh, Grand Slam is always a, an important miss. No, but、uh, as I said,、uh, tough for the fans, tough for the tournament. 
in, in my opinion, tough for the players too because we want to have uh, the best field uh, possible. But in the other hand, uh, I repeat what I what I said plenty of times. No, um, the sport in some ways bigger than any player. I mean, I wish uh, I wish he would play here. He's uh, you know we, we we saw it in Wimbledon. He didn't play many tournaments this year. He came there. He won. So. He's just such a champion, and their rivalry against Rafa is really, I feel like, heating up in a way, you know, 22-21, just a joke of a number. So I feel like it's a pity he's not here. It would be a great uh, story, I would think, for tennis, only tennis-wise. But, of course, it's not us tennis players. It's American government rules, so it's completely understandable also. I think maybe Djokovic's fans would say it's not fair, and organizers are making these rules against him. Um, others might say Djokovic is not a responsible player and the self-involved to be the exception among so many players to reject a vaccine shot. Really, I think it's not anyone's fault, but um, at the end of the day, it's Djokovic who is hurt the most in this case. Yang Wang, we've talked about legacies and, you know, we've we've spoken about the overall Grand Slam titles that the likes of Djokovic, Nadal, Federer and, you know, other stars in the men's game have won and how this particular decision that Novak has made could potentially affect his overall lifelong legacy and his potential tag of being the greatest of all time. But when we talk about the one and only Serena Williams, I say one and only because in my mm-hmm. mind, in the women's game, no one is in the same league as Serena Williams. The consistency the um the support the innovation the talent the drive the strength the speed you know just everything that she has and everything that she's done for the women's game in particular you know it's something that can it's hard to describe and i think it's also something that's uh, you know it's something that can be spoken about for for hours and hours and hours um and you know it's it's something that people are talking about right now because she's come out and said that i think this us open tournament may be her last from your perspective, how would you summarize Serena's career and the legacy that she will leave behind when she finally does retire from the game? Well, uh, first of all, I just don't get it. Uh, why she decides to retire after the US Open. I watched some some of the matches and she has played so far. She's still got it. Look at match she played against the second seed. Contivate. Everyone predicted that uh, it would be Serena's last match. It would would be it. But uh, she just proved why she could win 23 majors. The power is still there. The precision and her mental strength was some brilliant examples for young players to learn. And uh, still, I'd say in top level. Mm. Um, I think she would. She should keep going. Uh, returning to her career, I would call her, um, like you said, the greatest of all time in women's tennis, period. Um, in her peak, she was totally unstoppable. People even discussed if she could be a match for Rafael Nadal uh, when the two played in a singles encounter. Of course, that never happened, but um, it does reflect how people acknowledged her dominance in WTA and started to comparing her with top male players. She already became a legend then. Um, look, she's the only player to achieve Golden Slam in both the singles and doubles games. That means she won all the singles and doubles titles at four Grand Slams and the Olympic Games. 
uh, of course, a lot of credit here should be given to her sister Venus Williams. But um, mm. that feat, I doubt if there will be anyone achieving it again in the future. You know, I have a very distinct childhood memory um, mm-hmm. of watching, of listening to my parents、um, watching tennis, and I just remember. I didn't follow tennis much, and I just remember my mom sitting me down and saying, "Watch this woman; she's a lion." <laughs> and、um, I'd never heard someone describe an athlete, you know, just with such amazement and just like a dropped jaw. It's it, it, it's just something. At the time when she was emerging, that no one had ever seen. It was very rare that we saw. I mean, it's it's changed now, but back then, I mean, this is like what ten, twenty years ago. It was very rare that we saw a female athlete come out and completely dominate everyone around her. We don't even see it that often in male sports, but in、mm-hmm. female sports, I think in particular, we don't see standout females amongst a group of other talented athletes. If that makes sense, and Serena and Venus, for that matter,、yeah. um, just came onto the scene and just absolutely dominated everybody that they played, and it just they looked unplayable at times, particularly、mm-hmm. um, Serena. I think that's the impact that they had. I think they had a very similar impact to what Tiger Woods had in golf. And I mean,、mm-hmm. look, I mean, we don't like to talk about racial issues or anything like that too much, but I also think, you know, the the, the impact that Tiger Woods had on young black athletes, particularly in America, I think I think、yeah. is very similar to, you know, the impact that Serena Williams had on young black girls in America. You know, of course, they're the minority in that country, and I think, in, you know, when I've heard a lot of.、Um, Black women, particularly,、um, you know, that are around Serena Williams's age, when they talk about her, of course, they talk about her talent and her success, but they also talk about how they, ins- how Serena inspired them, not just to be top-class athletes, but just to be themselves and to embrace their culture, embrace their heritage, and you know, not be shy about who they are, and just to go out and try and achieve their dreams. And I think that's also a massive part of.、Um, Serena Williams's legacy is not just the success that she's had, but just also the amount of, you know, young black boys and girls、um, that she's inspired. I think it's she. She definitely leaves behind a really incredible legacy, and I think it would be fantastic to see her、um, finish her career by winning her her home tournament. I think that would be amazing to see. But for you, moving it over to、um, Chinese players, of course, we want to talk about things from a Chinese perspective as well. Are there any Chinese players that are making an impact at this year's、um, U.S. Open tournament? You know, are there any players that we should be keeping an eye on? Definitely.、Uh, first, to start with, here's the word I'm going to use again to refer to teenage sensation Zheng Qinwen, giant killer,、um, Ostapenko,、yes. who was、uh, who was eliminated by her in the. Second round was only the latest casualty. Zhang also previously defeated Samola Halep and maintains a record of five wins and four losses against Grand Slam winners this season. She's managed to survive the first round in all four Grand Slams as she made her debut. CGTN's Wang Guan earlier had a conversation with her. Let's take a listen. Let's begin by talking about your performance. So many surprises that you brought us this season.、Uh, we're all so proud of you. How would you describe your season so far,、uh, the season of 2022? Maybe just to say, I prepared for this my whole life. I have been always working very hard with all the training. Last year, I was in China for a long while, and I didn't play. So at that time, I was looking up to my peers of my same age for their success in Grand Slam tournaments. But I also believed in myself, and was thinking about 
when would I go and play in these tournaments? So this February, when you were asked about uh, when you wanted to get a Grand Slam title, you said um, hopefully in five years. Uh, what if I ask you the same question? When do you want a Grand Slam title? May I say I want a title for the upcoming U.S. Open? It might seem a tall order, but I am really thinking about it. Just to be realistic, I hope for the next year. And of course, this is not only about what I think. One step at a time. As I said, it is the Grand Slam. Everyone wants to have the championship. All of us. The 128 of us. Let's wait and see who finally gets it. A lot of your fans and commentators in media are calling you the first lady of Chinese tennis. As young as you are, you're only 19 years young.、Uh, how do you feel about that title? Well, I don't think I deserve that now. I've always wanted to follow Li Na's path. It is too early to call me first. I have a lot to learn. And I need to find my own way in the tennis world. Let's hope for the better, and I shall always be humble. And in China, we know that female players have historically done better than their male counterparts in tennis. But at this year's U.S. Open, China's men's players are also full of surprises. Wu Yibing became the first men's player from the Chinese mainland to reach the round of 32 at a Grand Slam event in the Open era. His rise to stardom. At least in China, may signal a new era for men's players in this country.、Um, we've had Li Na as the first Grand Slam winner from China, but we're still waiting for that male player to emerge. So Wei Bing is definitely a name to look out for. Yang Guang, of course,、um, I'm sure social media in China has been buzzing、um, about the names that Fu Yu has mentioned. What has the reaction been on social media? Well, usually tennis hardly makes into the trending topics on Chinese social media, even during Grand Slams. But this year, Wu Yibing's breakthrough performance totally broke into the hottest trending topics on Weibo, and he also get got tens of thousands of new followers. And、uh, here is Wu Yibing's reaction to this. My colleagues in Shanghai message to say, "You are the hot trending topic in China." Okay. We chat. We both. What do those sort of things mean to you? Um, I'm a good-looking guy, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough question to answer. <laughs> But、uh, I think it's if there is a first time, there there is gonna be a second time, a third time. So I'm happy that I'm the first guy to make it the history. But、um, the more important is. This、uh, bring the that hope to all the Chinese fans and the and the the kids, so we can have more great players、uh, in our country, which、um, I think we should have a long time ago. Also,、um, I noticed some fans' posts online.、Um, one of them said,、um, "Quote: I thought I would never be nervous about tennis games again after all these years of watching." Watching them, but、um, in the roller coaster, like deciding set of Wu Yibing against the Bojis, my hands were all sweaty. It's stuff like this that totally woke up the fans of passion of the sport. One man's breakthrough means tens of thousands of others picking up the racket to try to play.、Uh, we've talked about、um, 
stuff like this. Yao Ming's influence on Chinese basketball, Zhou Guanyu on Chinese people's passion on Formula One. Perhaps Wu Yibing is doing similar things for Chinese men's tennis. Or it's the beginning of the whole process. Yes, we hope so. And it's always fantastic to see,、um, you know, Chinese athletes bringing、um, success for themselves, but also just、um, bringing increased participation and investment into certain sports.、So、it'll be very interesting to see if this U.S. Open tournament and the success of the Chinese players has that same impact. Well, it should be very interesting to see how the U.S. Open progresses. I think so far it has been very exciting for a variety of reasons. But that is all we have time for on this episode of Sideline Story. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always, and we will be back next week with our latest topic. We'll see you then. <laughs>